Welcome, everybody, to the Hollow Talk Podcast. This is Jack Pack Nick, and I'm here with Mr. Jose Asensio. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Nick, for having me, man. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you you came to me with a with an interesting interesting topic. Um, you wanted to talk about the trap mentality. Yes, yes. This topic has been weighing heavy on my uh, on my conscience. You know, uh, growing up as an inner city kid, uh, the trap mentality is a mentality that I was uh, fortunate to dodge. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. So. Like, how'd you feel like you had to dodge it, though? Like, like, what about it? Did you feel as though it was a danger to you or or something that you felt as though you had to get out the way of? So, I know you heard of the saying uh, of product, you become a product of your environment. Right. And in my environment, uh, the product of that is that trap mentality. But fortunately, uh, me having a good support system, you know, the right people around me, um, mentors, it kept me on uh, a different path uh, rather than the path to end up as a product of my environment. Okay, so what 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 path is that? Like, what path are you on now that's different than the path that was um, prominent in your environment? So the path that I have been on for most of my life. Um, that my family uh, drilled in me was, you know, go to school, get good grades, and you'll become successful. And uh, that's still currently the path that I um, am going down towards. Uh, However, there was a lot of um, roadblocks in the way and a lot of uh, potholes that I was able to dodge, you know, who you hang, who you hang around with, is very important. You know what you see and what you do is also important. And I was just so so happy to make the right moves um, because I had the right people in my life. Yeah, that's so, a yeah. fact. That's a fact. No, I, I agree with you um, because you know, of course, the listeners don't really know, but me and you have a, have a personal friendship, and you know, this goes way back and. I can yeah, say yeah, that. I, I can, yeah, right. I, I can say that for both of us, particularly. Like we both have had faced our own fair share of you know different experiences when it comes to you know trying to stay out the way of what our environment you know usually breeds. And right. me and you, you know, we we've done the college thing. You know, I, I finished college. You were on your way to finishing college very very soon. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate it. And congratulations <laughs> to you as well. Thanks, man. You know, but uh, but yeah, you know, like having things like, you know, ha- having similar experiences, um, you know, in these kind of environments, but going on different paths than what our environments would normally produce. I-, I find that to be one of the strongest things that people can do within these environments. And it also has a lot of toll that it takes on us, though. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You're If you're able to make it out this environment, um you you will definitely become more solid. However, like you said, that toll, who knows, man, you might have a couple uh white and gray gray hairs by the time you make it out. <laughs> That's <laughs> a fact. But yeah, um I I love uh my environment, uh North Philadelphia specifically, uh for the character foundation that it has imposed upon me. Um although the um 
the environment itself is not really green grass. Um, what it did to my character, you know, and made, how it made me who I am today is is like no other. So I definitely, although um, the environment breeds a lot of negative, you know, there still can be that that rose that you know grew from the concrete. All right, let me ask you this then. So, being that 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 you have been through these experiences, right? But you also found yourself on the on the right side of things, right? What yeah. um what what kind of advice would you give people going through these similar experiences, looking to uh, become better in their life or be better than what their situation is? Um, honestly, my number one. Is- will be to uh you know at, see this advice is kind of it's kind of hard honestly to give advice to uh a youth in my environment because of so many distractions you know i, I was going to say you know my number one advice is to you know uh window out the you know the the bs window out the bullshit you know what i'm saying you got to be able to to pick and choose pick pick and choose the right do right friends, you know, do right moves. But however, that's just so hard to do. You know, you just just blind it. You know, the environment just blinds you, you know. Even, you might even think you're going down a a good route. Next thing you know, you know, you're going down a a bad path. Um, However, my advice to the youth will, will, will be, you know, do do something that you love to do, um, whether that's art, whether that's you know, uh, playing a sport, you know, or some type of music. Just do what you do what you like to do, and uh, I say that because often, often, um, in the environment that we come from, uh, our hopes and dreams almost get uh, diminished. You know, you probably say you probably like to read. Say you probably grew up like liking to read, and um, here you are reading reading books. You know, in, at lunchtime in elementary elementary school. However, and they, 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 they be you. like you corny, yeah, you corny yeah, ass yeah. reader. Yeah, they counting <laughs> you, they counting you, and and slowly, you know, you start to give up on that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not the cool right. thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, my advice is you know, although things may not seem cool at the moment, you know, just do what what brings you joy. You know, don't really feed into what the pressure of society society itself. No, that's a fact, and that's crazy too. Because like I like I don't even really understand why people even look down upon things like reading. Like who who wants right. to be illiterate? Like what? Right. Like ch- chicks ain't checking for no dude that can't read, bro. Like, yeah, see, yeah, but you know, you know, you will get clowned for the, for things like that back back in the uh back in your uh, younger days. You like, oh, he's a nerd. I don't want to hang around with him. But now, you know, us now being adults, we like oh, being nerd. That's being more. That's the way. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's that's, that's the, cool the way. Thing. That's the cool thing now. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, man. So I just want to, you know, tell the youth, you know, don't. It's yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to even get into what I want to say. 
Nah, I mean, bro, listen, you want to hear, you on this platform, the House Hog Podcast, to get your thoughts off. Like, this is what I provide this platform to do for me to get my thoughts off and for my guests to get their thoughts off as well. So if you got a thought, you know, say what you got to say, bro. All right, so let's so let's get into it. So you know, the topic of this podcast is the trap mentality, and you know, right. the trap. That's in um a saying, you know, the acronym, you know, the the T for uh, take, you know, the R risk, uh, the A uh, is and and the P is prosper. You know, that's what a lot of people who are in the trap uh refer to the, to that saying. Um, right. so getting into the trap. So the trap is what uh commonly, you know, drug dealers use that term uh as their uh their saying for if they selling drugs in the corner, that's their trap. Um however, uh the the irony of this whole trap whole trap saying is that it's really a trap. Uh right. you know, it's two ways uh where you can end up as either dead or in jail. And um I just find it astonishing that the drug dealers, they know it is a trap, but, you know, they just, they do what they, they, they do what they got to do in order, you know, you know, to prosper. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, no, that's understandable. That's understandable. Yeah. But uh, other than, you know, the whole, the, the whole drug dealer trap thing, um, I want to talk about the trap mentality. You know the trap mentality of inner city uh, kids. Uh, for example, um, I know of plenty, plenty of people uh, from my neighborhood uh, who never even traveled outside the state. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that, and so their awareness to things is 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 so belittled that they don't get to compare, compare and contrast the way that they're living. Yeah, the, a limited view of what the world is and what the yes. what the opportunities are that you know that that it could bring. Yeah, this being outside of your your own little bubble. Exactly, the spectrum is 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 so thin and narrow. Uh, I and I understood this whole trap mentality. Um, as time uh, went on and I started traveling, you know, um, excuse me, here I am, you know, traveling to uh, Chicago and visiting my aunt. You know, she. From the same neighborhood that I that I grew up in, uh, she made it out, and now she lives in the, the suburbs of Chicago. Big house, you know, just a different uh, scenery. This is a whole different scenery. You know, I traveled out to San Diego. I see the way they're living out there, and then when I come back to the inner city, uh, to the quote unquote hood, I see how negative and how how bad and how how it can take a toll on our youth and as people in general so um yeah so that that going into the track mentality is basically is people having a, a a thin and narrow spectrum as far as their mentality goes all they know is that corner or you know the block the block they don't really know too much after that you know they grew up at one point like probably like in school but mm-hmm. you know like in school that's not the cool thing cool thing to do 
So, so then that liking school uh, 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 dream or that or that liking school, you know, just like gets gets belittled and it eventually disappears. And okay, now you're no longer wanting to participate in school. So as time as as you get older and older, older as the grades go on, you're looking at school as just a, a another another hassle. For example, like why why should I be here? Why should I be in school when you know my homies is on the block right now, mm-hmm. bringing in you know hundred two hundred dollars a day? So that mentality shift right there is the most dangerous dangerous part of it all. Once once okay. once your mentality shift like that, it's when you your mentality shift to the trap mentality, and once you're in the trap mentality, like I said before, there's only two places where you can go. All right, so let me ask you this question. Since since we're talking about the like the mental, right? We're talking about the mentality of things. Right. Do you do you feel as though that having the trap mentality or developing the trap mentality, um, I, I guess I guess I could put it as stems from having mental health disorders, like like being in a, being in an environment where you see a bunch of negativity all day, every day, all day, all night, right? Yeah. You, you, you exposed to all of this negative energy, these negative, like, like, like these negative views of things, right? These negative experiences. Do you think that developing this trap mentality stems from mental health? Like, like, like take, taking a toll on your mental health. Do you think it stems from that? I believe the trap mentality stems from uh, multiple factors, you know, uh, one being the environment itself, another being, you know, your education, you know, your, your school system, whether it's, you know, uh, poor, you know, uh, not funded uh, correctly, you know, um, and also I believe your support system, the family structure, a lot of inner city, you know, especially in my neighborhood, a lot of uh, inner city uh, families are broken. Um, I, I witnessed a lot of inner conflicts people be having uh, within their families, you know, when your family is supposed to be the most solidified uh, structure, that's your support system, that's your back. Um, fortunately for me, I was able to have, you know, that support system. So whenever I was uh, uh, moving off of my pivot, I had my my family, you know, my support system to fall back on, and, you know, and help keep me on the right path. Um, yeah, uh, Nick, did that answer your question about what contributes? No, nah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, I, yeah. But I'm I'm just I'm asking like like more on like like on like on a grand scale, right? So outside of just me and you, right? Because like for me, I can say like myself, I have experienced you know different levels of. Of, of mental health, that being, you know, me being very, very happy and ecstatic about a bunch of things versus me being really low and, you know, that anxiety filled days right, and, right. De- you know what I'm saying, depression kicks in. But, you know, it, it would be from, from different things, you know what I'm saying? Like just different experiences. So, and you, you may have different experiences, but I'm, I just mean like on a grand scale, right? Being that we're talking about a bunch of people, whether it's kids, adults elderly people we all have similar experiences in some form of fashion right right but particularly with the trap mentality us coming from these urban communities 
they're underfunded. We don't get, you know, the same type of education opportunities as, you know, other places, suburbs or the counties or whatever. Or, you know, we just come from these broken families like you had just said a minute ago. A lot of that takes a toll on people's mental health, which then breeds what I what, what I think would be the trap mentality, right? Which is shit, I got to get it by any means now. Like, I, I, it's just me and myself at this point. Like, nobody's watching my back. Right. Don't nobody have had my best interests at heart. So I think a lot of that, that, that survival of the fittest kind of instinct kicks in. Yeah, and, and, I, and you know what I'm saying, like yeah, yeah, and I actually um believe that uh your mental ho- your mental health um I would say this like the environment takes a toll on your mental health early or right. earlier than it would to say if you were a suburban kid growing up, you know, you know the the inner city definitely will have an effect on you. Uh, once you could even walk or start talking, you saying. Who knows? But I, I definitely believe that, you know, uh, uh, your mental health, the, the environment will have a toll on your mental health at an early, early age growing up in, yeah, in, in the city. Uh, yeah, you know, and, 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 the re- and the reason that, that I bring this up and, you know, like, like I know we're talking about, you know, a, a specific, you know, set of, of the mentality, right, the trap mentality, but just you know, trying to broaden our horizons and expand on this conversation a little bit. The reason I bring this up is because I know that a lot of people don't like to talk about their mental health. And of course, we've seen a big shift in this conversation over the last five years or so, where you we have a bunch of uh, prominent figures, celebrities, athletes, you know, whoever else coming out and, and having open discussions about mental health. And then you have people that just wouldn't normally talk about it, you know, feeling more comfortable to talk about it. And I'm being and I'm and I'm one of them. Like, I, I never uh, was one of those people that was really open about my feelings or, or anything like that. But, you know, me for as long as you have, you know, I don't got no problem, right. you know, having these kind of conversations with people who I feel as though I can have a productive conversation about this topic with. All right. All right. So, um, go ahead. Go ahead. So, um. So going off of the whole mental health topic, um, that goes hand in hand with the trap mentality, right? Um, which which is why I brought it up. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. Thank you for bringing it up. Um, actually, uh, I believe that that inner city inner city kids, a lot of inner city people, um, experience a lot of mental health uh, issues that that wasn't um. Um, addressed address, yeah it wasn't addressed at an earlier at an earlier stage and it got to a point where you know there's no return um a lot of that had to do with the environment um you know uh, most of the uh inner city kids you know or inner city people they're living uh below poverty you know before below the um the living wage the poverty line yeah, yeah living, the poverty line mm-hmm. and I guarantee majority, probably ninety five percent of 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 the people, do not get to see a therapist to address their issues. Where on on the contrast, on the contrary, you know, if a suburb, uh, say like a suburban uh, kid was having some issues, uh, his or her parents will will go and find a therapist right, right immediately. 
you know, and, and right. their problems will get addressed, and, you know, they could find help. But that's not that's not the case, you know, uh, with inner city uh, people. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Because, like, to, to, to be completely honest, like, uh, it, it was it was a lot of traumas that I like had that I was like, damn, I can't even really address. And the the first time I was even able to really have an opportunity to speak on those on those situations as I was going through them was when I got to college. Like I'm I'm you know I'm almost a a full grown adult at that <laughs> point going in that going you know what I'm saying going in at eighteen like you know like you know what I'm saying like but you're still a kid at that time like you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like you you're, you're still a kid around eighteen nineteen um you go in there. You know, you on you on your own is a you know it's is a struggle for the most part. Like if, especially if you if you on your own for the first time, like some people could handle it in stride if they you know been trucking along that way for as long as they can remember. But for some people, it's just tough. Like you 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 dolo at that point. Right. You ain't got no money in your pocket. You try to make friends with a bunch of new people, keep your school up, all types of stuff. But for, like just speaking on me, like that was the first time I ever had the experience of talking to a therapist and going into it. I was like, man, I don't want to talk to this dude. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Because that's not the cool thing. You know <laughs> like, I'm saying the cool thing to do. No, nah, right. You know, yeah. It was like, I don't want to talk to this, to this person. Like they, they don't, they can't relate to what I'm going through, but I had to, I had to, to, to knock that, that, that little, that, that toughness off for a little bit and just be like, all right, so, so how and this person is here to help me? So, yeah, exactly. So, how did uh, talking to a therapist uh, help you? Did do you think it helped you? You know, some people, some people even believe that you know talking to a therapist, a therapist uh, doesn't even help. But uh, yeah, talk about your experience. Uh, yeah, and and solely just speaking off of my experience because everybody right. has different experiences with different things. My experience was great, actually. Like. It, it it was great in the, in the, like in the sense of me going in there i didn't expect it to to be anything productive and coming out of it it was the most productive thing i did my entire time in college <laughs> wow and and did you have the urge after that to go more frequently or to frequently go yeah i went i yeah i went i went every chance i could get <laughs> 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 but it wasn't even it wasn't even for, for for nothing like super duper crazy or nothing like that like sometimes i would just go just to like just to go just like to just vent. to have conversations and it's not not like not even just event just to have conversations like it, it, it would even be sometimes like where i would go and i felt like i was the one doing like you know c- conducting the, the the session like we was just having regular conversation like I was leading the conversation from time to time. We would just talk about life in general and, and like, you know, what to expect once the college career is over. Like that, that was the big thing for me. So like going into it. So was, um, so was your experience, was your sessions therapeutic? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But again, like, but that, but that's for me though. Like I, you know, I got, I got a podcast platform. So evidently I like to talk about, you know, (laughs) about things, you know what I'm saying? So for me being in a, uh, in in therapy sessions was all right. Once I felt as though I could trust the person that I was talking to and felt as though that they could relate to the things that I was experiencing or that I felt I would be experiencing once I left school. Um, now the thing with that is a lot of people don't trust nobody, right? right? A lot of people don't trust anybody. So you 
people have a, a hard time going to a random person. Like, I don't want to say random, but like going to a person they don't know, and right? A therapist they don't know and opening right. up their they deepest fears, their deepest insecurities and feeling like, oh, this is a safe space for me to do that when you already can't trust nobody or you don't trust yourself enough to be that vulnerable people because you think they're going to take advantage of you in whatever you know form or fashion that right. may be. Right, right. Totally, totally, totally correct. See me, honestly, um, I never uh had a therapy session, but uh, fortunately, my my therapy was my support system. I'm saying, I feel you. Me too, kinda. Like, like outside of, outside of actual therapy, like I had a crazy support system. Like my family, my friends, like uh, the like my my professors. And things like that when I was up at school, like and this, this is all just up school talk, like <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like, like I, like, like up school, I really had a lot of people that knew I had potential to really do good and wanted to make themselves available to me to, um, to talk to them about whatever it is that I was going through, or if if I just needed, you know, general advice about things, they made themselves available for me to come talk to them so they could help me out because they felt as though that I had you know, the potential that I have. Right. So my question to you, um, going back to the, you know, the inner city and the trap mentality um, topic, um, how many of, just, just, take a, just take a guess, uh, no. what percentage of inner city, you know, kids uh, do you believe gets the opportunity to, you know, have that therapeutic, you know, sessions, whether it's with somebody who's a professional, you know, professional therapist or mm-hmm. um, somebody who they can, uh, yeah, you know, let it out, vent to. Um, what percentage? Yeah, you said, um, take a rough, rough guess. If I'm being honest, I would say it's a really, really small percentage. Yeah, I like I, I I can't even think of a number. Like I just think it's a really really small percentage because it it goes back to what we were just talking about, right? Like being in this like in these environments, right? Being in these inner city environments where you see a lot of negativity. Like it's it's very rare you see a lot of positivity in these environments, right? It's usually negative ne- negativity over and over and over again. Right. Nine times out of ten, the the structure that you come from like family structure, I mean, you're all facing the same experiences and it's taking its toll on each individual mentally, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's taking okay. a toll on you all mentally, right? Right. Now it may be in a different it may be in a different way. Like for example, right? Like 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 your mother and your father or your mother or your father, right? Depending on the situation. Um they may they they may be struggling to to keep a roof over your head, right? They may be struggling to keep food on the table and clothes on your back. Now, the fact that that is a struggle for them to do that, they may not be open enough to say, yo, this is bothering me that I'm struggling with this situation. But inside their head and inside their heart, they like, yo, this shit is really a struggle and I don't know what to do. Like at any moment, this could be it could be over. Like this could be a wrap. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, we, we, we could lose our we could lose our crib. Now the kid. Right the kid may be like damn like this school shit like <laughs> this is like this is for the birds or, or or be like or or they be like yo like 
my friends is is into some to, to some situations I don't really want to be in, but they my friends. So I got that peer pressure kind of thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it is it, it's different, but it's the same. Right. And it's hard to go to people that's all that's also broken. Because mm. they don't know how they, they can they can't help themselves. So how they gonna help, help you? you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I agree a hundred percent. So so going back to what you were just uh discussing about how the parent how the parent uh, is taking on, you know, that pressure. Um, do you believe that all that pressure uh, makes for negative energy to manifest and then that negative energy is spread to, you know, like a domino effect, you know, it's spread yeah. to each, you know, uh, family member. It's like a tr- yeah, it trickles absolutely. down, right? Like it trickles down. A- a- absolutely. Okay. So like, okay, for example, right. Um, People, people who have depression, right? right? Like that, that can be passed down, like you know, through generations. So, like if if a if, if a parent is suffers from clinical depression and they have a kid, their kid is is more than likely to experience clinical depression within their lifetime. Right, right, right. Now that 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 that's just a that's just a, a fact of DNA. Like it, it, like it doesn't even have to do anything with with your situation or your environment at that point. If you're the kid, right? Like maybe, like you know, they might be well off, but they have a bunch of untapped traumas that they haven't addressed, right? Right. And being that that's the case, it may be certain things that they do or that they say or how they go about things that may, um, that 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 may put a a light on what's going to happen to you at that point where it's like, damn, now I may feel depressed about some things or damn, they said it this way. So I kind of feel some type like they don't, they can't handle it in the way that it may need to be handled because they don't know how to do it or they never were showed how to do it or they never healed from those past traumas that they had as a kid, as a teenager, as a young adult, so on and so forth. Mm. Okay. So, so from what you were saying, it's, Automatically, what I got from that was um, a lack of resource or resources. Right. Um, and right. and I, you know, I also I also believe, you know, when you come from, you know, a, a poor inner city, um, there is a lack of resource. You know, and we were just talking about the whole uh, therapy. Um, kids are not getting therapy. You know, people people in the city are not. They're not getting therapy. Um, and even the stigma behind behind uh, therapy, you know, is oh, if you go if you go see a therapist, you're crazy, right? Right, and so it's like all these uh, society pressures that is just built upon um, uh, each other, like just stacked up, stacked up. Um, that uh, people from from the environment have to face. It's like you set up for failure. Basically, <laughs> that's basically what it is. In all honesty, yeah. So it's it's so going back to the trap mentality. Um, there's a lot of lot of factors that feed into it. You know, one of yep. one of the biggest things we have discussed was the mental health. Um, another thing is the resources, the lack of resources. Uh, this is a topic that can go on. You know, uh, for a long time. Um. Just so it's, it's so broad, it's so broad. Uh, I will uh, just like to get a little bit more, a little bit more into it um, on how an individual 
will will stumble into that. So we, you know, I know we talked about a little bit of the schooling. You know, mm-hmm. one school is not cool. Not one school is not the cool thing anymore. And you know, your friends uh, uh, who are you know cutting school, who are in the corner, who's making money now. They seem like you know the superheroes and the cool guys, you know. Uh, uh, and let me just go on to my personal experience. You know, um, growing up, uh, I would see the guys on the corners, and um, at one point, I'm not gonna even lie, I did think they was like you know the cool guys. You know, um, you know it, it just seemed it just seemed cool, like what they were doing right. was cool. Um, it wasn't until I got older where I'm like, wow, like these guys are lost. Um, um, yeah, going back to the mentality thing, they're 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 really lost. Uh, but however, you know, as a child growing up, you know, you you see the guys in the corner with the chains, you know, what I'm saying, or your friends, you see them <laughs> hanging around the corner now. Um, it's so easily after that, uh, yeah, so easily after that to uh to fall into that. To that same cycle, um, and then it goes on to say, for example, say uh, uh, a a kid, right? Um, uh, his father from the same environment. His father, it's in it's in that trap mentality. You know, he's out there slinging, doing his thing. Uh, he eventually gets caught up because you know, if you do dirt, you get dirt. Um, he yeah. eventually get caught up. Say say he gets sentenced sentence, um, and now he's doing mad time, and that kid, I'll have to grow up without a dad. So now the kid is fatherless. Um, and uh, let's say that the mother, majority of the mothers, um, uh, in, in this type of, of environment is also broken. So now the mother, right. now the mother has to play the father role as well, and the mother is unstable, unstable uh, as well. So just like how you were saying before, you know, the the parents, uh, the parent have a lot of pressure, a lot of things going on. So when you're an adult, you got to find a way to make things meet. You got to find how to put pieces to the puzzle together. Um, so that results in the parents do drugs, you know, because they got to find a way to ease, ease the pain, you know, it's a lot of pressure, it's a lot of, you know, uh, lack of resources, how how can I deal with this, oh, let me take this drug, so now, essentially, the mother's not looking out for the kid no more, the father's not around, you know, it's just, you know, it's just a generational issue that this track mentality is, like, once, once the father went down, now the kid is more uh, vulnerable to fall into that same mm-hmm. exact cycle that, you know, the, that the father just went into. And, then, you know, he probably had his uncles, his cousins, you know, all the male figures probably into that, into that lifestyle. And it's just a, a, a repetition of the same thing occurring and occurring and occurring, you know, um, it's just, it's just, I feel like it's an, it's an issue that goes under the radar, fairly undressed. Uh, however, you know, it's, it's multiple factors that plays into it. 
No, I agree with you. Okay, so I I, I want to go back to a point that you uh, were discussing about the resources thing, right? Uh-huh. A lack of resources is, to me, generally the cause of a lot of these things transpiring, ha- having to develop a trap mentality. Then that causes the 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 mental mental health deterioration over time, and then. You know that that trickles down to you know generation to generation, this that and third, right? When you think when you think about the lack of resources, like just just think about this for a minute, right? If everybody had equal opportunity, just yeah, just even even just equal opportunity, right? We'll just say equal opportunity. You won't even even discuss the resources. Just equal opportunity, right? Everybody has a shot to get to to get a job. Or, or or whatever, right? Uh-huh. It, there, there's no discrimination with, with any group of people, any one person, or whatever the case, right? You would see a lot of things changing. Because I, I, I know a lot of people who just don't have the opportunity to make things happen or the resources to make it happen, but they're mad talented and they have a tremendous work ethic. Right. They're super smart, all types of things, right? I agree 100%. But it's just that they don't have that that opportunity to make it happen, right? Like like people work work six jobs, like cra- like all crazy stuff just just to just to make ends meet. Like that that doesn't make sense, bro. Right. That makes no sense at all. Yep. Is is mad talented people mm-hmm. that are not in these in these positions that they truly truly deserve. And then there's people that truly don't deserve to be in these positions. But they getting they getting a whole lot of money, a whole lot of opportunities, and they I don't want to say they don't deserve it, but they don't deserve it more than the next person that truly do. But just ain't getting that opportunity because I I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, or my last name is whatever it is. You know right. what I'm saying? Like there's there's definitely of uh uh a lack of um opportunities and a lot of untapped potential that you know that doesn't even get tapped into, you know, because of the lack of opportunities. Um, True. You know, that's why, like, um, I believe in recreational centers, you know, the uh, YMCAs, because it it, it gives, um, you know, the inner city kids or, or people in general the opportunity to, you know, go in the gym and, you know, work on a game or, you know, if they have computers in the rec center, it gives them the opportunity to, you know, use computers, you know, expand on their knowledge, you know. Um, one of my personal goals later on uh, down the road for me is to open up a recreational center um, yeah, in my too. environment. I would love to, you know, to give uh, uh, people in my environment, uh, in my neighborhood, the opportunity, the opportunity um, it's up to them whether they want to take it, but hey, I look at it. Yeah, as as long as that opportunity is is present, is presented, yeah. that's it. That's it. As long as it's there to be to to be taken, like just give me an opportunity to make it happen, man. Like don't don't have me trying to get it from the mud, and I gotta work twice as hard to get half as far. Like I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you know the way the the way the human mind, the way people function is, they gotta see it to believe it. And in this, in our neighborhoods, you know, there aren't much things to see but the negativity. So you know, to have to have the opportunity, you know, to see it uh, will make a, a tremendous difference, you know, in, in people people's lives. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree, bro. No, yeah, I mean, I just feel like it, it's something that that this particular conversation that me and you had today is it, it, it's something that that needs to be had more often. A lot of people who have these kind of platforms, or even even if it's not even on a, like a podcast platform, even if it's just a regular conversation between two people or a group of people, this is a conversation that needs to be had. So that way we can provoke some change to happen. So exactly. that way all of these solutions that we had that that we have in our minds can actually come to be. You know, us us having these opportunities to make things happen for ourselves or our families or our friends or whoever else, or you know, or or just being able to have uh, situations where we can address traumas that we may have experienced that we can't like get over or just exactly. something that's going to help our advancement. Yeah. Uh, topics, topics uh, such as, such as this definitely has to be discussed more, you know, uh, there's a lot of people dealing uh, with, with, with issues that, that we're discussing and, and our topic of, you know, the whole chat mentality, you know, we discuss, uh, a couple, a couple different things that all, yeah, we did. all relate to one another in one way or, or another. Uh, but this topic, like I said before, is you know, it's, it's such a big topic that we can't just do justice. We can't just give it justice in one ep- one, uh, one podcast episode. You know. No, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, we def- we definitely could come back and and, and talk more about uh, this, you know, further on in, in another episode. But I think that we we definitely covered a lot of. A lot of good information and, and made a lot of good propositions through through this one episode. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was it was, it was a pleasure. Yeah, no, it was, it was a pleasure for me to have you on the Hollow Talk podcast, man. I, I've been trying to get you on here for a minute, but it, it it just worked out that we was able to do it today. And I appreciate you coming on and giving your perspective on things. No problem, man. I look forward on being on this platform um again. All right. Well, this has been the Hollow Talk podcast. I'm Jetpack Nick. And we have Mr. Jose Asensio on here. And we will catch you guys later on. Bye-bye.